welcome to The Process with Mitch Tasker and Josh Shubridge. This week we talk about getting information from the appropriate source. Good afternoon, good evening and good week. You are listening to The Process Podcast where we discuss a lot of things on the show. Lately it's been either finance or fitness, but this week we're getting into something a little bit different. We're going into the world political, political blah, I'd like to call the the Russia-Ukrainian war. And today, as usual, I have Mitch. Mitch, how are you? Hi Josh, I'm alright mate. It's been an interesting couple of weeks, isn't it? One way to put it, it's pretty crazy. Crazy. Scary. Yeah. All the same. That's it. That's it. Before we kick off, what's been happening in the world of Mitch? Um, Oh, same same shit, different day, mate. Just working and, um, yeah, still still getting the van up to speed and little bits and pieces out of the barbecue today, which is good. I'm excited to give that a whirl tonight and, um, yeah, just... Just actually working around the weather at the moment. We've got a bit of a shitty sort of forecast for the next week. So, well, today's a bit of a contrast to what was yesterday. Yeah, um, it's hot and muggy. That's for sure. After a shitload of rain, but um, yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see how this week pans out for us work-wise. That's for sure. Well, that's it. Like, obviously, you've got a lot of back-end stuff that you can do, but I'm assuming as as there's a fine, there's a finite amount. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So. so this week, we're, we're, I think the world's turned from being uh, epidemiologists to armchair generals. I'm going to ask you a question, and I, I can bet you now, I don't think you'll know the answer. What is the, when was the official start date of the Russo-Ukrainian war? I suppose you have to define war and to answer that question. I would say it's, a lot long, it's been going a lot longer than what we would anticipate the media is portraying. Yes, because at the moment, like, you think of the narratives that have been going on, like, this week we've seen the invasion of the the Ukraine by Russia uh, and the media stating that uh, they've declared war on Ukraine. Interesting fact, it's been going on since February 2014. There you go. So there's been a lot of things going on there, and that also precedes something... Uh, we'll talk about later on, which is certain agreements and treaties that have happened. The one that I would be talking about is the Minsk II agreement. So this this is all supersedes from the Soviet era uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, so it's really interesting going on. But as I said before, we've had a lot of people forming opinions on things. Uh, Mitch sent me a podcast to listen to this morning that I listened to, and it was Andy Priscilla. And you can you can hear the frustration in his voice with how everyone at the moment is essentially just accepting facts on face value yeah mainstream media you gotta love it um yeah the old do your own research never never truer at the moment um just and even then you just can't you can't believe everything you read or see or hear so you sort of gotta try and sift through the bs um and try and I suppose form an opinion around the person you're actually listening to first and then as to whether they are speaking wholly and solely the truth. And I think um, with the modern world, uh, I spoke to, I just mentioned this to Josh before, who you take your your information from is as important as anything. Um, 
but actually then researching that person and, and understanding whether they've got some sort of um, reason to be saying what they're saying um, yeah. that benefits themselves in one way or another or makes themselves safe or whatever it might be to then um, uh, what's the word like for them to um, yeah I can't even articulate it properly but it's to, for them to say what they are saying and the reasoning behind what they're saying to benefit themselves that's it and this has been going on increasingly more transparently over the last eight, ten years. Yeah. Uh, you see it, like, coming in 2016 when they had the Trump-Clinton uh, election and then all the stuff that came out about Trump and all the stuff that's come out about Hillary, who's believed what, who's been yep. like, arrested for what. And then you look at, like, go as even as far into it as Epstein. Mm. Um Jokes. I won't make any jokes on that because it's pretty. It's pretty easy to do it, but I'm not. Uh, but th- yeah, the big question: Where do you take your media from? Now, uh, admittedly, on this, uh, Mitch has uh, he told me before he knows nothing about war, but I'm going to ask him his opinion, and I'm going to find out why he got that opinion. So, yep. what's your opinion on the Russian invasion of the Ukraine currently? Well. What we're seeing is not everything that's actually going on, um, and I think that's the case with everything that we see in the media these days. Like, you only hear what they want you to hear. You only read what they want you to read. They and who they is, God only knows. But um, my opinion is getting changed and more bewildered as the days go on, and I think it's a lot more confusing the harder you read into it. Um, and I think that's, and that, you know, you could talk about COVID as well and, and people just want to believe what they hear straight up and then they don't, then that's it, shut book, that's it, that's the answer. Yeah, put your hands on your ears, go la, 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 la. Yeah, and not listen to anyone else's opinion. You know, fine to have that attitude, but don't be pissed off if someone keeps researching and finds out new information. Like, you talk to a scientist about anything and they will strongly defend anything that's not proven fact and that's that's a fair enough reason mm. to be um but with anything that's not black and white uh there's got to be some nuance involved in the decision making i suppose which makes it hard to make a 100 percent um definite decision on yeah. what you believe in yeah and that's like you think of basic formalities of, of science like physics they're continually finding new things with physics they're continually finding new things with astro uh, trajectories or whatever i'm not a scientist we only know what we know you know but that that doesn't mean to say what we know now is everything so taking this in into what we're actually talking about today is that you know the what we're being fed is only what they want us to be fed um and i'm strongly of the mindset that what we see and hear is not the whole story. Um, so, yeah, that's just my opinion on, on the way things are going. I think no, I, I don't actually have an opinion on who's right or who's wrong in the whole situation. I, d- I don't think... But I think there's a there's yeah. a bigger story being... under. Uh, there's an underlying story here going on mm. because from, from some of the 
people that I like to get my information from, they'll tell you that, um, like, oh, and that Josh has just made me aware of something I wasn't aware of, and that's how long this invasion, in inverted commas, has been going on for. That's it, um, yeah. And to me, it's a bit more like a civil war as opposed to an actual country versus country war because... You've hit the nail on the head. You, 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 you've hit the nail on the head there because you've you got to remember the whole political way this, this area in, in the world has been has changed. It hasn't been the same for over 100 years. Hmm. So you've got to think, like, prior to World War II, yes, the Ukraine sort of exist, existed. Yeah. And then it got absorbed into the Soviet bloc. Mm. And then they were under Soviet rule up until the late 90s. So not later, early 90s when the Soviet bloc fell. And then they were, they didn't join, but they were sort of quasi-members of the Russian version of NATO, uh, which is, I'll tell you the exact name of that, the CSTO, which is... Oh, didn't, did you know that there was a Russian version of NATO? No. no. Do you know what NATO is? Not really. Oh, it's, the no. North Atlantic Treaty Organization, it's a bunch of Western countries that are essentially, if one of them gets picked on by another yeah. country, we all jump in. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially the same sort of thing that got World War One started. Yeah. All these little treaties and, and alliances, mm. tit for tat, tit for tat, boom, World War. Yeah. And, and that's, there is a minor possibility of that happening. Yeah. depending on what happens in the next three to four months. But again, this, this is information that mm. not everyone's got. There, there's no. deep, deeper roots to yeah. this issue, and that's why there's no... Im- I'm going to say something fairly controversial. When it comes to those two countries, I don't think there is a good or a bad side. No. There's exactly just ideologies. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, throw China in the mix there somewhere and happy days. China and China. And, and then, th- this is, okay, I had this discussion the other night. Yes, everything that's going on in Ukraine is sad for the civilians caught up in the mix of it and dying. I'm not a fan of that. But then Australia's doing all these things when they're saying, we're going to put these sanctions on Russia. We don't deal with Russia normally. So what are our sanctions going to do? Yeah. Going to do nothing. They're only going to piss them off. Exactly. And put us in danger. But the thing is, I don't know if you... If you listen to any of our politicians when they're talking about the sanctions on Russia, they immediately start saber-rattling, saying, and oh, we're going to do the same to China if they mm. just throw any mm-hmm. attention to Taiwan. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a great way to, to encourage well, something. the mail that I've been given is that Taiwan will fall. And mm. this, what's going on, will make something happen between China and Taiwan. And if that happens, then we're one step closer to being in a whole pile of shit. Well, there is an allegiance between Taiwan and the US, mm. and so that could that that like, could that, be the straw that breaks the camel's back, and something really kicks off. And that's it. And what's interesting though is all of these things that are happening at the moment are getting. Like, look at social media at the moment. Everyone's changing their their profile pictures to the Ukrainian flag. Let's, oh, really? Like it, it, it's I like seen that yet. it's not something I I'm a fan of on social media at all, mm. but it's everything, all these things, all this support for a country that if I showed you a map of Europe, could mm. you tell me where it is? Yeah, no, but <laughs> and uh, this is the thing. No. This is normal people. Normal people are like this. Everyone wants to be part of a tribe. You know, I think yeah. I think that's that's where all this um, 
political correctness talk and everyone wants to be involved with someone or something and part of a team and like I get it like we all want to do that as deep down as part of who we are and that's why it's so easy for minorities to separate themselves and then attract new followers or whatever it might be it it just goes back to the fact that do the people who want us to be talking and speaking like this are they actually making this more apparent and a bigger problem than it actually is and fueling the fire within the groups and the tribes and the minorities just to get them, get us all fighting against each other that's it it's all about fear yeah and it's all about uniting them around a socio yeah. topic like a yeah. socio issue yeah. like they all want to be the heroes they yeah. all want to like empathy is what's going to connect these people guys don't get us wrong this is an absolute can of worms and the more i talk about it the more like confused i get about it too because yeah. The, the harder you look into all this stuff, it's all connected, I believe, to something. But, how, like, I don't know that there's any wrong or right answer and there's nothing that we're going to tell you today that I think you're going to walk away from and be like, holy dooly, that's amazing. I never thought of that. I've totally t- changed my whole perspective. But I yeah. think just trying to be open-minded about the whole situation of what's going on, and I'm, you know, call me mad, but... I believe it's all it's all connected. No, what uh, we've been going yeah. on, what's been going on for the last thirty years, is all. I think it's all coming to a head. I'm going to say something which can be labelled as controversial, but it's true. Now, a lot of people like to forget history when it's not convenient. Mm, yep, now, yeah, definitely. Now, what do you do? You know, I want to ask a question. I'll just say it. So, the. German Nazi Party in 1935, before they started doing all their invasions of of the surrounding, like Poland and that, yep. right? They were winning the people's hearts by saying certain things. And one of those things where we, like, typhus is only found in a certain group of people. I'm not going to say it because yep. I, I don't want to trigger things. Yeah. <laughs> but, so we're going to take that group. And we're going to... Exterminate We're going to de-louse them. We're going to de-louse them. <laughs> like Himmler said, uh, we've only got 300,000 lice left to go. Yeah. Okay? So, but this is all on health risks. There was lice. There was typhus. Certain groups of people could only have these certain mm, things. Sounds familiar. Yes. And it... It is not a weakness if you look at something and go, uh, something doesn't sound right. Mm. There is no weakness there. If you hear something and you go, that doesn't sound right, I need to explore that Mm. further. Do it. Do it. You don't have to take a side. Mm. In fact, to remove that sort of thing from your life is probably the best thing for you because you can make a proper decision or a proper opinion or you can go, all right, that has nothing to do with me. I don't need to make an opinion on that. Yeah. Because that's where... I think that's where I fall into. Like what category I fall into is that I'm just into living my life, you know, and doing my thing and... Um, and everyone's entitled to their own opinion at the end of the day. Like, believe what you want to believe, do the research you want to believe, or, you know, yeah. do, you know, but you don't. it doesn't need to impact other people if it's unnecessarily. 
and that's where we're falling into this trap where yeah. all right, you're swept what? into this into a group that you have to do this and you have to do that and well, there you have a, to believe this and you have to believe that. And that happens with any ideology. You look at what happened during the uh, BLM rights in America. You've got this husband and wife sitting in a cafe. Mm. This big group of BLM protesters come up and they're right in their face making you put your fist in the air. Otherwise, yeah. you're not on our side. Yeah. If you're not with us, you're against us. That yeah. mentality cannot be that way. No. And that's the issue with the world today, causing such, such division. We shouldn't yeah. be this divisive. No. Like, why are we divided? Why would, why? Who does it, what exactly. does it achieve? Who does yeah. it help? No, no one. It hinders everyone. That's it. And so, like, it, it, this is where it gets really sad. Like, we, we, just before we recorded, we were talking about the, the ghost of, of um, Kiev, yeah. or the ghost of Ukraine. Yeah. And, like, it's, these urban legends are starting mm. now. Yeah. Like, the, the, apparently... A few days in. Yeah, a few days in, and there's always <laughs> these... Um, like, what was it? Oh, the husband and wife that just got married on the day of the invasion spent their honeymoon day mm. collecting rifles for the resistance. That's a cool story. Yeah. Is it true? Probably not. But, and this is where all these stories are going to come out of it. Uh, I deliberately get my information on the Ukraine uh, incident at the present time from an app that's been developed by five ex-marines who understand warfare, mm -hmm. who take the romanticism out of it mm -hmm. and go, here are the facts, here's how it's going to happen. Like, when we think of war, a lot of us think of movies like Hurt Locker, Saving Private Ryan. It's go, 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 go. Mm. This day and age is not necessarily mm -hmm. the case. Like, there'll be one or two shots. Boom. Mm. Done. Done. This will happen. Accidents do happen. Civilians will happen. But at the end of the day, if you're going to take it from CNN or Fox. Nine News or whomever, like even Fox, like any of the mainstream media, you, you're going to take their opinion, mm. not taking news, you're taking opinion. Mm. So yeah, you have to be able to do your own research. And it's getting to the point now where people who are giving this information freely when you say, are getting When you say, just to stop you there for a second, when you say do your own research, for me personally, like I don't have the time to to do to do my own research or it's not that I don't care about having an opinion. I'm just living my life and doing my thing. It's prioritising. Right. So what do you suggest I do? Well, do so the, the first question, does the Ukrainian conflict matter to your being right now as we live and no 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 like if if it was say in Taiwan like we were yep. talking about before that's when I'd be saying alright this is where you should probably take some note because that's when our economy is going to be hit mm -hmm. it, it's, there's going to be certain things that will affect your life at that time so what I mean personally what, what can what if that let's just say that happens tomorrow yep what are we doing that's the question. That's the question everyone has. Like, who do we find that information from? Mm. And it's it's hard to actually. But the information yeah. is is useless without action as well. That's it. You know, so that's that's that's, that's where I fall down and where I. Girls. I have to say that was kind of funny what she just said. Like, what are we doing? And she Girls. goes, I've, "I've got to kill the dragon." I'm like, what's a, what's another name for China? The yeah. Red Dragon. <laughs> um, 
Where were we? The, so, so you're asking, like, what would you... Yeah, that, I mean, so that's, you, that's yeah. the thing that scares me the most is I've got no idea what we would do or how, like, even, like... I, I mean, I, apart, yeah. from, apart from, you know, store, for, food storage, um, preparing for, for things not being available, whatever it might... You know, that's probably where my mind would go. Yeah, yeah, and like in 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 all honesty, that mightn't go the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, services that we have to really take note, like what services aren't going to be there. Yep. And this is where you can take lessons from people who are preppers. Yeah. Because um, like, there's probably things that we we would go, all right, we're going to get all this food storage, and mm. they'll go, all right, have you got this, this, this? And yeah, yeah. Like, no, like, no, yeah, because you haven't thought yeah. about it. Yeah. So I would definitely take some advice of prep, some mm. people who are doing prepping. Yeah, doomsday preppers. I know it's hard, <laughs> it's such a. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, we laugh, but maybe they're right. Who knows? Well, you think about it, uh, a cough happened and then there was no toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... People are stupid. Unfortunately, people are stupid. They People are sheep. They'll follow. And it's, I was watching... Uh, that's the scariest thing. Yeah. That's what scares me the most is the fact that it's that simple for them to make the most ridiculous decisions on what is important and then... The one goes and they all go. Well, there was a fuel shortage in the UK just recently, and I was watching a news article of these people lined up mm. at the petrol yeah, station yeah. and get the petrol. Yeah. And they get to this one a lady. fuel shortage and everyone goes and gets fuel. Yeah, but, like, but this is the, this, this will make you shake your head even more. They, they interviewed this lady who was sitting there with a full tank of petrol. Mm. Why are you here? Oh, I just saw a line. Yeah, exactly. I just thought I'd line up with them. I don't know what I'm lining up for, but I'm yeah. lining up. You see it all the time in airports. Someone just starts a line, and people just start lining up behind them for no reason. Like, I've seen skits and stuff on it. Like, it's just, why are you here? I no idea, but everyone's lining up, so I suppose I'll better too. That's it. That's really? it. It's, it's, it's stupid. Um, in, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah, this is where, like, remove yourself from ideology when stuff like this happens, you cannot have a political opinion affect mm. your decisions. You need to be thinking pragmatically and proactively. Yeah. Uh, I'm fortunate enough. I, I understand certain things with this, and that's because I've taken that time to mm. do research. Like, there's a book that I read and then played a tabletop war game on it called Team Yankee, which is based upon the Cold War turning hot, World War yeah. Three, in yeah. in the late eighties. Yeah. Using the current technology that most of the things that are being used mm. today, except there's a few newer things out yeah, there. Yeah. But I like because that just to just yeah. to sort of digress a little bit, I um I had a conversation with a friend last night about it. And I sort of went to him and I said, Look, from what I see looking outside in and I'll be honest, in in the last twenty four hours my opinions changed, like nearly backflipped to be honest. So when I went to him, I said, I feel like America needs to flex on these guys mm-hmm. to settle them down. And that's wrong. Like, I don't... America's not the world's police. No, they're not, and they shouldn't be, but I think they think they are. To a degree. And and I'll, and I'll argue that in a second. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, and I'm saying, this is what I'm saying, I was wrong. Mm. I believe that America are actually behind all of it, and I believe that now. Yeah. Um, when and that's what they actually want to do, but they're just waiting for the right time, I suppose. And and I believe that that could be when China steps into Taiwan. Yep. No, I agree. I agree. But the thing is, I don't. The issue that is um, for all Western countries, in my opinion, 
is if they get into that, not only do they have to sell a war to their political system, so like so our parliament, their congress, and whatever, mm. they they need to have there's those checks and balances before they step in for yeah, that. Yeah. The president of the United States cannot just go, we're going full scale war. It needs to pass Congress. Same thing with us. The prime minister needs to get it passed through parliament. Yeah. Then they've got to sell it to the people. Now, you think about how the world is right now. Do you think the world, or say Australians or Americans, have the stomach to win a war? I think in their mind they do. But they don't. They don't, physically, no. No. You look at what's happening here in Australia to start with. Like you've got the, the guy in the, the former SAS guy. Yep. They're going because he's apparently done things in a war situation. <laughs> And they're roping him over the coals publicly. Yeah. That is the worst thing. You talk about Ben doing. Robert Smith. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That is the worst thing they should be doing. It is a military matter. It should remain in the military. Of course. It's like any business. Exactly. It's, just, it's not the public's. It's not up to us or whoever. It's it's their business. No, but because he's such a high profile person, hmm. well, they're going to make him a scapegoat for other people. Yeah. Right. Now. So fucked. And then you look at what happened in Vietnam. The first televised war, Vietnam. When you actually see what happens in mm. a war, they're like, well, why are we doing this? This is hurting people. Mm. Like, well, the same thing happened in yep. World War II. Same thing happened in World yep. War I. Same thing happened in the Boer War. War is not pretty. No, it's not. And I feel for the innocent civilians mm. who are there. Now, again, I, I agree with you that America should not be the police of the world. And yeah, and I do think they have something to do with this, especially with something like bit of conspiracy theory on my part. Don't take this as as gospel. Yeah. But Hunter Biden mm. yeah, yeah. was doing his deals in yeah. Ukraine. Yeah, that's why I wanted to get Hunter in. She knows a little bit about that. I'll have yeah. to string her arm in. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to string her arm in for that one because I, I would be yeah, because that's just some messed up stuff mm. there. And so and but he's on the flip side. Who are they accusing of of manipulating an election to get in mm. Russia to mm. get Trump in? Mm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. How many wars or escalations were there during his time as president? None that we're aware of. Zero. Yeah. Absolute zero. Like yeah. there might have been the like border disputes in Africa yeah. that has nothing to do with the United States. Yeah. But North Korea kept it cool. China yeah. sort of yeah. kept it cool. They didn't do anything. Russia kept their cool. In fact, Trump got to a point where he had a meeting face-to-face with Putin. He mm. gave him a box, and in the box was a white flag of surrender saying, you're going to need this if you come up against me. <laughs> like, lo- love him or hate him, he was effective. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, this, this, I don't think the world's got a stomach for a war. I don't think the West has a stomach yeah. for a war that it can They've win. They've got no idea. They've got absolutely no idea because they're too busy scrolling on their phones. Scrolling look, on their phones. Making at movie people, clips of thinking of its war. And, and thinking, like, oh, okay, to, to have an effective war, we need to make sure that all of our infantry are from different areas. Of, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> we, we, we've got to have the LGBT represented. We need oh to have God. the black community. We need this. We need this. No, no, you need the best fighters. Exactly. I don't care what the fuck they are. They need to be the best. If they're not the best, then I don't want them it representing used, me. And that used to be the case for Australia. Hmm. We had a, or we, we'd have a smaller infantry uh, army to the United States. 
but we out like this is going back ages mm. ago. We out train the crap out of them yep. to the point that our SAS and our um, dive teams would go over and train mm. the Navy SEALs. Yeah, like my brother was a security attachment to one of the dive teams and went and trained over in San Diego with them, mm-hmm. and that was some like he told me some stories about it. Like one, he's not so my brother is not the fittest member of our navy. Yeah, mind you, he's been in the navy for twenty five years. Yeah, he <laughs> he said they were there and the the SEAL team got. Do you guys want to have a go on our obstacle course? And lucky, all right. So it was him and another non-combative uh, who was not a member of the dive team there. Mm. And they like made it a quarter of the way through, and they were like, "No, nah, we can't. We can't keep going. Like this thing is tough." And then the Aussies just going, the actual divers going yep. straight through it, like no yeah, issue, right. no yep. issue at all. Like showing everyone up, we're not there anymore. Mm. The Brits, their SAS, they're pretty good. Yep. Again, smaller, well-trained. There's a Is that just to get more people in? Who's making it easier? I think so. I think so. Like You think about everything that they're doing now. They're even changing driving lessons, mm. or like driving tests, and lowering the standards. Mm. In the UK, they removed doing a three-point team. Mediocrity. Like that's they're, they're changing. This is and this is affecting everywhere. So this this whole thing with the Ukraine and Russia is more. I think more. It's not about the war. It's magnifying our discrepancies mm. as a culture. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Yeah, and you can understand like, as we were talking about before, uh, the podcast that I was listening to, mm. Andy Priscilla is frustrated. Yeah, because people aren't listening. No, they're not. No, they're listening to what they want to hear, making their own stupid assumptions, or taking one word out of yeah. something and not actually listening to every word. Context. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. What, like, say for argument's sake, if you're, you're listening to a whole thing, and you go, "Oh, you've got sacrifice out of it." Like, okay, what mm. tools for that sacrifice did you take out of it? Nothing. And I, I know it's a bit of a dig. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Like, do something. Make a change. And, and yeah, <laughs> and it's funny. Like, I, I had to give a talk at church today, and I. Was going through like what I was going to talk about, and I was going through an old diary. I'm like, like when I first started reading the Twelve Rules for Life, and then the second book, that uh, yep. another Twelve Rules. And there's one rule that I remember reading it, like I, I thought, yeah, that's a good idea, but I didn't realize that I took it to heart, mm. and that was, don't attach yourself to an ideology. Mm. Because when you do that, you limit your ability to think yep. and make changes in your assumptions. Because you have to be able to do that. Have to be, yeah. Like, like you were saying before, like you you thought America, yeah, they need to go in, kick yep. some ass. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, within you didn't 24 hours, no. I flipped that. Yeah. Because I wasn't. Yeah, I mean, and I'm still not now like fully aware. That's the thing. Like I'm just sort of opening my mind up to actually what might be going on, rather than going. Oh, it's just two two countries versing each other. Hmm. No, I'll give you, I'll give you an interesting thing on this one. So there's a number of live streams, just like webcams mm. of uh, yep. Kiev, yep. right? Uh, I get a, I get a message on my phone from a news source. Uh, live infantry fire is happening in the streets of Kiev. Mm. I'm like, okay, turn on the live stream. It does not look like a city that's at war. There are cars going in, yeah, people yeah. walking the streets. 
Like, yeah, part of me thinks, how how true is that well, live was, stream? But I did you see that footage of that guy that was standing in front of the tank, and the tank's just like. It was more like it was there. They were there on a peacekeeping mission than they were actually warring with each other. Like, yeah. If 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 I'm at war with someone that's coming into my city, I'm I'm bringing the hammer. Like, yeah. Well, that's like it. They're just rolling around in tanks, and there's like civilians just walking around, just like, eh. like I don't think they they're obviously not going to get shot. They'd be dead. Mm. Like, well, you think about it, this is the first real major offensive that's going to be documented on TikTok. <laughs> I'm being serious. I was watching a video just before of apparently a, a Russian fighter jet hit this anti-air uh, facility. It was on the side of a highway. Yeah. And it was on TikTok. It's like, like, the girl's like, look, 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 bang, 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 and everything's on fire. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty abnormal. Mm. Like, but saying that, we went through abnormal sort of times during the bushfires. Yep. And I've got videos of me going up to the primary school and checking out the fires there. But Fighting Mother Nature, something that will actually kill you. Well, that's it. And, again, this is where it all comes down to any any sort of thought, like bloody climate change, the coronavirus, political ideologies. Like If you attach yourself, you are not allowing yourself to go with the change of the information that you receive. Yeah, you're setting yourself up for for something, that's for sure. Yeah. And you're not getting the full information from any of our media. I don't think any of us are. No. Even if you tried yeah. to get it all, you can't. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, well, it was made fairly clear in, in the Andy Frisella's podcast, there are gatekeepers in journalism. Mm. I know that. I'm a former journalist. Yeah. But... but you, I don't know if you remember the, the old Robin Williams movie, Good Morning Vietnam. Mm-hmm. He was wanting to talk about the news, and he had two soldiers there redacting so much stuff. Yeah, right. So here's you what you can talk up. about. Yeah. That's happening today. And that the Vietnam conflict was not a war. That was a police action. They were peacekeepers there, technically peacekeepers there in Vietnam. Yeah, right. And they were only there because of a false flag mission, which is documented truth. Even yep. the CIA have admitted, yeah, there was a false flag there. The, the, one of our ships got attacked. No, nah, it didn't. We did it. We just wanted to get in. Yeah. Well, that's like the, um, in more modern times, the weapons of mass destruction thing. And, yeah. Um, and all, yeah, again, I'm not super up to speed on all that stuff because, it, like, you know, my naivety and the fact that it's not actually hindering me right now, which is sad, like, it's sad that I've got that opinion, but it is, as I'm just telling you the truthfully, yeah. no, it's that's just not it. affecting me, so I'm not putting it, I'm not investing anything into it. That's it. And well, it, it wasn't at that time. But I think it's funny, though, is, like, some of it, I believe, this is my personal opinion, too, it's not, I'm not trying to push this on anyone, I think it is becoming on most of us to understand what's going on to the best of our ability only because there, there is like the minus, the minus potential that it could happen here. Yeah. Or we don't actually have anything real to worry about. You just got to understand it. You don't have to worry about no, it. No, no, no. I'm just it. saying as in like our life is so cushy right now. Well, you think about it. We're sitting under an awning next to your caravan with your kids are playing in the car. Yeah. I'm using a 
bloody good laptop. Yeah. Two great microphones. Mm-hmm. I've got to go to work in 20 minutes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm chill. Easy. Easy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, are we trying to fabricate things to worry about? I think humans are good at doing that. 100% we are. Well, you, you, that's, that's, you, what, that's what happens with the toilet paper situation. Yeah. That was all everyone was worried about was getting some freaking toilet paper. Seriously? Uh, I think it's like that, that cliche, the thing that blokes say, oh, that girl, she just really likes drama in a relationship. Mm. I think we all like oh, drama. Absolutely. 100%. All like, and, and if it's, there's nothing to actually really worry about, then we fabricate it. So there is. There's a, toilet, there's a toilet paper shortage. There's a war between two countries that is not actually between two countries. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about this not long ago. Like with everything that started with, with COVID, I sort of... My eyes glazed over at that point when mm. it's all started because I was going through like really big trauma at that mm. time. Like I'd just discovered my mate's suicide and going through that and yeah. it's still tough today thinking about it. But I was so blase about it. I was just yeah. like, I don't care. It doesn't fucking matter. No. Like it's what like I was I was going to yeah. work because I had to work. I wasn't one of those people who were told to just work from home or anything yeah. like that. And I get home and my wife's like, oh, this is the early days. She's like, oh, they say that it can live on your clothes for like 72 hours or mm-hmm. cardboard for 48 and aluminium for yeah. 12. And I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, it's a cold. Yeah. A cold yeah, no, I just found my best mate hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. Perspective. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You might get a cold. Or... What's what's the alternative? And then, like in my, like you look at the stats, like so the suicide rate this is where it's, it skyrocketed. In a country where we're meant to feel safe, mm. happy, heaps of opportunity, we're a free, we technically we're not a free country. We're a constitutional monarchy. Oh. We don't have religious freedoms. We don't have freedom of speech. They can put a leg- legislation in tomorrow that won't impact our constitution, which would make it illegal to say or do certain things. They've got that in the UK right now. They've got that in Canada right now. Mm. They are the same base yep. system as us. Yep. So is it just a matter of time, Josh? Ugh, I, don't, I don't like thinking about it. But this is where... like, I, th- I shared a video last night on a group chat. This is where you need to think and I mean it, think about who you're voting for. Yeah. And so we've got a federal election coming up in May. We need, to, you need to think. Like, do you want the same or do you want change? Yeah. Who do you, who, like. And this is where you've got to understand the system. Like, do you understand the preferential system? Not really. No Not one good. does. Not, yeah. The hair clerk system. Is that the way they want it? That's, oh, that's the way it's always been. Yeah, but is that the way. The, yes. Yes. Yeah. They want you to not understand the system well enough, so you just make it uh, basically a decision based upon popularity. Well, basically, yeah. Well, you look about the way they do the uh, executive elections in the United States. It is so simple. Yeah. You either you you put a tick on who you want, mm. and that's it. And then that goes like to an electorate. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to a state, which is then allocated certain votes 
through the Electoral College. Their system is magnificent. We should have it here. Yeah, right. But here, we've got a British system. Well, in fact, the Hare Clark system was invented in Tasmania. I'm not going to own that. But the it is so complicated. And like I did scrutineering at the, la, at the by-election that we just had here, was it two, three weeks ago? Mm. And the way that they count the votes was eye-opening. So when they're counting them, they, they count the votes and, like, they'll record them all and then regardless on how on, on who got the most votes at that booth, mm. there is a thing underneath it for two-party preferred system. The Greens at the booth that I went to, I was at at Tanger, they had the Greens always win that booth. Mm. Yet in the two-party preferred count, which was the one that they only cared about, it was Labor. It was by like two. Yeah. Right. And so it's not only complicated in the way that we vote physically, it is complicated how they count it. Yeah, right. However, I'll credit where credit's due, the checks and balances for making it fair. Yeah. And not rigged. Besides sending out everyone postal votes. Yeah. Is okay. I, I, I'm not a fan of postal votes, mm. and I do think they need to make it so you show your driver's license when you go. Yeah. You need to show some idea. I, I don't know how that's racist to say that. I think we should be able to vote online, personally. If they could prove that it's secure, yeah, I'd be down for that. My go- not through my gov. It, from what I understand, um, this is like from pe- friends of mine who yeah. work in like, internet security yeah. for the government. It's not 100% secure. Because yeah. you've you also got to remember how many people access MyGov as well. Mm. But, yeah, how good would it be to have constitutional referendums pop up on your phone on, on MyGov? Bang. Done. Mm. The whole country's voted in a day. Yeah. And it's totally and it's up. easy to count. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But, um, so, this is where I think people in Australia... I know we've got international listeners, but... The, Mainly for Australia, if you you need to really look at who you want to vote for, you need to understand the preferential system. In fact, I'll put a link in the show notes to the video that I shared because it makes it simplifies a complicated system. It helps you understand how your votes are allocated, and it also helps you understand that you don't have to have the two parties like Lib and Labor and mm. both their coalitions. Because you think about it, they're the ones causing all the issues for us mm. at the government level. And we're allowing them by not understanding our systems. And th- th- this stuff should be taught in high school. Mm. We should understand this 100%. And the only way I understand it is because I've been a political participant yep. multiple times. And it, the first time through, the, I, my eyes were opened dramatically. Yeah. And okay, this is information I'll hand out to. I'm not gonna, we, we don't make any anything from this. We're not doing this for any gain. No. And you can take what we say, like w- w- with whatever opinion you have. But do you research on how things are done? Mm. And and actually, you can do some research on how to actually form your opinion too. Like getting it from one source is probably not the best way to do it either. That's echo chamberish and then you know yep. it's just i mean at the end of the day it just comes back to being open-minded and thinking that not everything everything you read and see or see needs to be sort of 
sifted, I suppose, or, you know, and, and then, then I suppose that's a way to cherry pick too. You don't want to be doing that either. I don't know. Like, this is, it's all just a shit sandwich if you ask me. It's very <laughs> it hard is. to, it is very and hard to give good advice on, on, on it in any way. All I'll say is the more you do, the more aware you're going to become um, that's or it. should become. And like, this is where politicians understand a thing called the Overton window. Have you heard of that term yeah, before? Have, yeah. Do you understand what it is? No. Very. It's it's fairly simple to, to explain. So you, you think of a, a window, top and bottom. Yeah. And in the middle are the things that society in general believes. Yeah. Uh, accepts. Yeah. You know, believes accepts. So yeah. like, um, like say for arguments like death penalty in Australia, most Australians for some reason think the death penalty is bad. So it's yeah. outside the Overton window. Yeah. So if there was a politician to go, all right, we want to get this in. that in, they're going to have a tough time. Mm. Take the time, figure out where the Overton window is in Australia now. On the topic you're you're looking at, exactly. Yeah, and then think about it. Should it be there? Yeah, that's the first question you should ask. Should it be within that view? Mm. And is the information you're receiving does that sit well with you, or do you think there's something missing? Mm. And yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter to you right now. This is a wild topic. It, it's a, it's ma- a wild topic. It's a massive topic. Yeah. Uh, look, again, I, we've all got opinions on what's going on in the Ukraine. Mm. A lot of them, we're not trying to give anyone. No. Our, like it's not even about giving our opinion to. It's more about just forming forming a a bit of knowledge around a subject. Um, you know, and I don't think unless it directly affects you that you should have a, a, a solid opinion on it. Like we just got to take the information and do what we can with it. That's Hopefully it. this doesn't end up affecting us in Australia or anyone for that matter. It doesn't matter where you are. Um, all I'll say is that I think the world is um, walking a, a fine line at the moment as far as keeping our shit together. Well, they keep saying that that really great sentence, global reset. Yeah. Klaus Schwab. It's, let's not let's not open that can of worms. No, no, we're running out of time. But like, at the end of the day, guys, like we do this because we care. Yeah, we do this like because like we, we seek as a truth essentially. Mm, exactly. Facts, facts don't care about your feelings, but your feelings do care about the facts. Yeah. And so, take the time. If 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 you look at something and you feel like you're being pushed into it by a group, mm. step out. Do your research. Yeah. Don't look, look be members at things of from a thousand foot view. That's it. And but thanks, guys, for taking the time to listen to us. Like, obviously, this uh, is a real dry topic, guys. Like, real yeah. dry. Um, if you've if you've listened through till the end, uh, more power to you because that's yawning material. That's for sure. For some, <laughs> yeah, for some, yeah, for, for some. some. That's what I mean. But that's the thing. Like, sometimes the topics that matter aren't usually the most exciting. Exactly right. That's a really good point. And. Like, yeah, as I said, there, there's so much to it. I could go through a full history lesson on the Soviet bloc and mm. Ukraine, but I, again, doesn't matter. Or would it just be more entertaining to people who find that stuff entertaining? <laughs> like this weird person talking to you right now. Yeah. And, and again, it's all because it connects to one of my interests, and that's it. That's yep. the only reason. It's, yep. uh, it's not like I'm going to turn this off, put on my Soviet hat, and walk away, comrade. <laughs> it's not going to happen at all. Uh, but. 
thanks again for sitting down with us, listening. Um, look, if you have any questions about it that you would like us to answer on specific topics that you think that we know something about, happy to answer them. Shoot us a DM, shoot us an email. Um, like, again, like we're not going to hold back, but we do that not because we have an agenda. Your friends will only tell you the truth to better yourself. Yeah, and that's themselves. it. That's it. Yeah. Give you the tools. Yep. Uh, any final thoughts, Mitchell? No, mate. Have a good week. You too. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks, mate. You've been listening to The Process with Mitch Tasker and Josh Shoebridge. The Process is hosted on Anchor FM. Audio production by Josh Shoebridge. Music supplied by TunePocket.com. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Please subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thanks again for listening.